Hi, this is Sylvia Purdy here recording a podcast in my life, the Universe and God series. This is a story of the beginnings of Eco Church here in Christchurch, New Zealand. Here is my Eco Church, Eco Church story. I decided a long time ago that one thing mattered more than anything else, and that thing was to be in the flow of God, to see where the Spirit is moving and to be in that. I started out my adult life in youth ministry back in the 90s. Back in the days when, in those days, churches were very split and in their own corner and didn't talk to others outside their corner. Most of my friends left the church or explored a little piece of faith that they were comfortable with or set about trying to reinvent the church based on an idea of what the future looked like. None of which was wrong, but I remember one day watching walking in the hills north of Wellington and along a mountain river and I, I sat and I watched the flow of the river. Around the edges the water eddied and curled back on itself. There were stagnant pools where the water had receded and the flow had moved elsewhere. And there was the main flow of the river, surging clear and sparkling with life and power. That was where I wanted to be, I decided. I've learned a lot about God since then, and yet I've still hardly begun, but I've learned to notice God at work. It's not always big and bold and exciting. Sometimes it is. But often the spirit of Jesus is in the little things, humble, gentle things. And sometimes Jesus is in the really hard things, in pain and aggravation. Sometimes when God is at work, there is an ease to it. Things slip beautifully into place with hardly any effort, synergy. Wonderful. And sometimes you get a little feel of that and a little glimpse of where you're going and then it's hard slog for ages. Anyway, anyway, this is the record of how, my personal record of how Eco Church got started in Christchurch, Aotearoa, so I'd better tell you about that. So for that story began for me in 2017. I was, three years ago, I was the minister at Kashmir Presbyterian Church. Every year that church held a public workshop. Each year we tackled a topic which felt important and relevant and late in 2017 we were considering the topic for the following year. It seemed obvious to me, I forget why exactly, that we should focus on the environment. So we got in touch with Arosha, the Christian Mission Agency for Ecology and said let's run a seminar together and they said sure good idea and so we did. That was a conference in September 2018. And it was really good. We had 120 people attended. Heaps of fabulous speakers and workshops. One of the best things was that the planning was a partnership between three quite different churches. Little old Kashmir Presbyterian worked together with two big evangelical churches, Southwest Baptist, which used to be Sprayton Baptist, and Grace Vineyard. First time that had happened. Because, it turned out, 
Just the year before, a small group had formed in each of these big evangelical churches, just a few people who knew that God was pushing them into care for creation. They didn't start uh, with any particular clear mission plan. They just knew that it was bad for churches to leave bins and bins of rubbish behind after a picnic. And they just knew that Christian people are called to do something about looking after the planet. And so they were trying some things out in their local church, and they were happy to be part of this partnership. So we had this conference. We called it Rich Living after the Arosha study series to emphasize the fullness of Christian living in relation to the environment. And it had a real impact. Here's some things that people have told me about it. Someone said that rich living was a great weekend. It raised consciousness in our church. A young lady said, that was the first time I had heard someone speak on the environment in church. It was amazing. One of the feedback statements said, the interaction between different denominations was great. We were there together. Someone else said, we suddenly realized that we weren't alone in this. Heaps of people came to a follow-up meeting the following month and heaps of good ideas spilled out as we talked about what to do next. Evening forums hosted by different churches, practical environment work, another seminar next year, worship resources, bike to church Sunday, material for home groups. We decided that anything we did needed to include the most important things, eating together, sharing together, praying together. So we did it. The following year, 2019, we did all those things. Uh, an evening forum on creation and worship, a video encouraging people to bike to church, a couple of other evenings, a thriving science and faith discussion group got started. The largest event was another seminar, this time shorter, more low-key than uh, in 2018, hosted by Grace Vineyard. We called it the Hope Seminar. Almost 100 people came on our Saturday evening in August, and a freezing, blustery winter's night it was too. We had workshop, uh, we had worship, workshops and speakers, and it was good stuff. I did a workshop on Jesus and the environment. Anglican Press Carolyn Robertson's workshop on living simply was very popular. And geography professor Simon Kingham was fascinating, talking about the impacts of pollution on the poor both here locally and around the world. Environmental justice is a new term to me, very important one though. So we had big events and regular events. And that helped build a sense of something was happening, that this was a viable and vital network functioning in God's church across the city. It was great to have the support from Arosha Aotearoa New Zealand, National Director Crystal came down a couple of times to speak and that helped the sense that we in Christchurch were part of a bigger movement. And it is actually really helpful to have a competent administration structure set up. So we have Iris in Wellington who just works from home after her kids have gone to bed. She manages the website for Arosha and financial accountability and nags us for our statistics because those things do matter. 
to be part of a competent organisation with high standards for reporting, for handling money. It doesn't sound super exciting, but God is at work in those things just as much as in the upfront speakers and headline events. It can't be just about the stats, though. Arosha is a highly relational organisation with international, national and regional networks. Websites and emails are not enough for the spirit of Jesus. He needs living, breathing, eating, laughing, hugging actual people. The COVID-19 lockdown isolated us and some events had to be cancelled, sadly, this year, 2020. But we stayed in touch prayed together over Zoom, kept planning, and now, thankfully, praise the Lord, we are able to go ahead with our next big event, which is this year's Hope Seminar, this time hosted by Hope Presbyterian Church in Hornby. One marvellous thing about that church is their commitment to intergenerational community. So we are having, maybe for the first time ever, an all-age whānau time in the late afternoon on a Sunday afternoon, as well as the worship and workshops format that worked well last year. Hopefully even more people will come, and it will be fabulous. So how do we spot the hand of God at work? One of my absolute favourite ways is when different people separately are feeling bothered about the same thing. You know when God prods us, stirs us, makes us uncomfortable with that awkward feeling that there's something here to attend to, to do something about. And then when someone says something and other people go, yeah, I've been thinking that too. And zing, the connection happens and the Spirit of God has just brought something entirely new into being and this energy and this mission right there. And you know it is God because when you're moving into it, the feeling is positive. There's a lightness even if the topic is difficult. And that's what we're in just at the moment with the most unpleasant subject of rubbish. Who wants to bother about the bins? Who cares about church waste? Yuck! But hey, it has got to be done. In fact, God is demanding that it be done. And God is resourcing his people to get on with doing it because it is not okay to pile more and more and more stuff into holes in the ground or burn it and pollute the air. That is not how God made the world to work. We in New Zealand think of ourselves as clean and green, but that is not the truth. The fact is we create more rubbish per person than most other countries. And if churches are not part of God's solution, then we're just adding to the mess. So this is kind of bizarrely, I think, where God has taken us and how we are launching Eco Church in New Zealand, not with pretty pictures of native forests and beautiful church gardens, but with the bins out the back. So at the moment, I'm having lots of conversations with churches about what they do with their rubbish. And churches are saying, yeah, we know we have to look at this. Let's get on with it. And churches are realizing that it is about faith and it is about mission. 
God reminds us that he's at work in little moments like when I met with a church yesterday and one of the staff had just that afternoon received an email from NZ Rail about the unused railway land beside the church. After months of getting nowhere, suddenly, unexpectedly, there was an openness for the church to help look after that strip of abandoned, rubbish-filled, weed-filled land. And it was wonderful to be with that group of people coming to the decision of, yes, actually, let's be an eco-church. Let's do it. So there you are. That is a potted summary of the birth of eco-church in Christchurch. It's a story of people getting together to talk about really important issues for Christian spirituality and for our world. Issues that are on their heart. Issues that matter to them personally. It's having a fun time and making friends and feeling called and motivated and inspired. It is people using their gifts, sharing their talents, making connections between church and community and planet. And it is a story of how God works. How God forms his people according to his character for his purposes in the power of his presence. I started off talking about the flow of God. Eco-church is not the be-all and end-all of what God is doing in 2020, heavens no, but it is a part, and I am deeply grateful that I am in it, that I can see it and bear witness to it. Why don't you join in? Thanks for listening.